welcome back to Wrestling with Worldwide Willis. This podcast is brought to you by the LMG Podcast Network. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Um, apologize for last week. We were took a little break. You know what I mean? Gotta gotta decompress sometimes. You know, took a little break from wrestling. NBA season was starting. Uh, had a bunch of you know life stuff going on, but uh, definitely was tapped into the NBA and, and other things. But it's been fun to catch up on the latest events in wrestling, and uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, you know how this goes. Matches of the week: Becky Lynch versus Lyra Valkyria on NXT. Uh, the first, uh, I guess, episode of uh, the Halloween Halloween Havoc series they're having the. NXT Women's Championship. Lyra Valkyria comes out with the win. Um, it was a really, really good match. You can tell those two, Becky and Lyra, uh, are both from Ireland, so they both have like, uh, Becky was the reason Lyra like got into wrestling. They went to the same wrestling school in Ireland, the Finn Balor's school, actually. Um, so, they have a lot of background with each other, so you could tell their chemistry was there, and really good match. Really good. Neither neither one of them are like extremely athletic, but they just had they just did a really good job of, like telling a story. It was really technical. Um, it was just fun. You know what I mean? It wasn't a botch fest by any means. It was just a clean, clean, good match. You know, so and had a really cool result. So um, Lyra Valkyrie has been been killing it for you know, a few months now, maybe even like three, four months now, ever since she came back over and kind of got a second push, she's been killing it. Still don't love her finisher, the like spinning kick thing, like kind of like a Booker T kind of kick. Don't love that. But otherwise, every other move she has is clean, looks good. She's really good in the ring. So uh, it's really cool to see, a, you know, a champ. And that's the thing with NXT, man, their women's division, they don't have many holes, like, Everybody in their women's division can wrestle. Like, they don't put anybody in that ring who can't wrestle, so who can't go. So, shout-out to them. Shout-out to Becky and Lyra. They put in a really good match. Um, all right, folks, let's hop right into it. Hop right into it. My boy, L.A. Knight. Yeah. My boy killing it right now, man. Um, Man, so I didn't get to watch SmackDown Live, but I watched, you know, I saw, obviously, I follow social, so I saw that that clip of when Roman walks out, you know, the classic Roman entrance. He walks out, takes his sweet time, raises the belt over his head slowly. Music's blasting. Cool, cool, cool. Well, this time he does it. L.A. Knight's music hits. Crowd goes bananas. L.A. Knight walks out, doesn't even acknowledge Roman. Just he walks out very, like, attitude era. Like, I know people don't like to reference it, but very attitude era, like, I'm the man. Like, I'm that dude. Romy, you been that dude for a minute? No, I'm the guy now. Uh, and, man, that gave me chills, man. I was just like, God, he gets it. Triple H gets it. Like, that was amazing. Like, no one's done that. Nobody's interrupted Roman while he's doing his whole 30-minute entrance. Like, no one's done that. So, for L.A. Nice music to hit, like, of course he's going to get a big pop. So, it just added on to it, added on to the moment. But, no, I just thought – in that moment, L.A. Knight looked like a star. Like, he always has. Like, again, I've said it many times. I've always been a believer. But when you're going up against the, the star, like, 
Roman is the star. When Roman's on the episode, it gives the episode of SmackDown a totally different feel. It just gives it a, an elite level feel. And when he's off, it's a glaring weakness. They make up for it sometimes, but like that's the big dog. That's Thanos. You know what I mean? That's you know what I mean. And so when LA Knight is going one on one on the mic with Roman and Paul Heyman, like you gotta you gotta step up. And he did. The dude killed it. That was, that segment was amazing. It was really good. It made it made Roman look Roman. And that's the thing underrated about Roman. Roman's facial expressions, the stuff he does without even having a microphone, the the shows of frustration, the show like the, the emotional moments where he looks like, wait, hold up, I know, like, I know, homie ain't talking to me like I like I think he is. Like, <clears throat> does he understand who I am? You know. And it was very clear, like, Roman looks down on, on he looks down on LA Knight. You know, he's like, oh, okay, you're, you know, flash in the pan. That's cool. That's that's cute. But I'm I'm the guy. You know, I'm the I'm he who remains. You know, like I'm the guy, no matter what, you gotta go through me. And so, um, yeah, that was just an amazing, amazing segment, honestly. Like, I watched it back a few times. Like L.A. Knight looked amazing. All his lines were delivered well, and he looked like he believed everything he was saying. Like he was saying, like, I just need one shot. I haven't been given a lot of shots, but every time anyone has given me that one shot, I've hit it out the park, and it's true. Like, it's facts. Every time he's been given the opportunity to shine, he's killed it. He's gone above and beyond. So, man, that L.A. Knight, that L.A. Knight Roman, anytime them two are in the same ring, on the during whether it's wrestling anything like it's amazing. I'm kind of we'll talk about Brown Jewel later, but I am I am a little down about like this is LA Knight's big moment and he's gonna be over in Saudi Arabia or wherever Crown Jewel is, and it's kind of like man, like they keep doing this, they keep giving Saudi Arabia these moments, and I get it, I get it. You gotta hey, as a business person, I get it. And LA Knight is probably over over there too. But it's sort of like, dang, it kind of cheapens the moment, right? Like we don't get a a true United States reaction. You know what I'm saying? We don't get a true, like, we don't get our moment that we I miss mean, honestly, like we were a big part of him getting this big. It's because of US crowds going crazy for him. And now he might get his biggest opportunity. He's not gonna win, but he gets his biggest opportunity. Overseas, it's kind of like, dang, that's and and I, I like the overseas thing. Again, I've said it a bunch of times. I'm pro using some of these uh, PLEs over to take them overseas. I think that's smart. That's great business sense. But it is sort of like, damn, it kind of cheapens the moment sometimes. Um, it, it matters where you are, I guess. If you're in UK, hey, makes sense, right? It's pretty uniform. But over there. They're they're big time WWE fans. I think that's something I've learned, but it's just just a little different, and um, so it's, I'm I'm kind of struggling. So we'll talk about Crown Jewel though. Um, now this latest episode of Raw was really good. Um, now we finally got to see DIY together, and I, and I guess I'll introduce it as this. I'm really I feel like Triple H is is using this new season, this new kind of period to really really invest in his tag team division, right? He's brought back the new day. 
He's putting putting more of a focus on the new day. Um, get still giving Alpha Academy some love, but then bringing DIY together, right? Bringing them together, that's big. Bringing in, they just called up the Creed brothers, who are amazing, bro. Like they are the Victor Wimanyama of the tag team division. Like seriously, like them dudes as a prospect. I mean, there there's no better tag team. Like they remind me of the the Steiner brothers when they were coming up, you know, they just athletic, technically sound, can do anything you ask them to do, they can do it. And they're fun. You know what I mean? They're a fun tag team to root for. And so, yeah, Cree brothers, I think are honestly going to change the tag team division. I really do. I think even in their match tonight, they uh, when they went against Alpha Academy, like the crowd was, was loving them. Like they were over and they were, they've been over, uh, before, but they was just in NXT, so it's kind of hard to get a barometer of if someone's over or not in NXT in that small arena. So, but bro, Cree brothers, be on the lookout for them. If you haven't, if you don't watch NXT, be on the lookout for the Cree brothers, man. Like they, again, they're a generational talent, both of them. Like, um, so I'm really looking forward to that DIY again. Got the win against Imperium. Uh, both look really good. And I'm really happy that they're together. Um, I, I'm excited to see how long that's, that lasts. But you can definitely tell there's a, more of an investment from Triple H in the tag team division and tag team matches. Like they, most of the main events are tag team matches now, you know, or six man tag matches, whatever. Um, Sometimes it can get repetitive, but if you have the right tag team, they find a way to make switch it up a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, that investment in tag team vision is really intriguing to me and very positive. Um, also I want to touch on survivor series. I'll, I'll dig into it a little bit more, but I am excited about survivor series like crown jewel. At first I was like, ah, crown jewel, who cares? Crown jewels card is pretty stacked. So I'm actually really excited for crown jewel, but I also know like once that's over, one of my favorite, you know, pay-per-views is, is going to be here in Survivor Series. Uh, a much maligned, much over, you know, too, gets too much hate as far as uh, pay-per-view and the kind of gimmick of the pay-per-view gets way too much hate. It's a beautiful setup. I love the classic, you know, five-on-five or whatever, war games, whatever is involved. I love it. So um, I am really looking forward to Survivor Series. I think it's going to be some big matches on that card. Uh, I hope they treat it as such, especially with the history. And triple, it's Triple H, man. Like I should know, like, he's a, he's a historian when it comes to wrestling, so he knows like how much Survivor Series was a part of making the WWE what it is now. So, um, really looking forward to that one. Um, all right, now let's talk about Crown Jewel. All right, so. We'll kind of just go over the card and like what I'm looking forward to from the matches. And if, you know, I guess I can give it a rating coming into the door and then we can, once we review, we can see, you know, did it live up to that or not? So the first one is John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. That one, not super excited about it, but, you know, I am, I guess I'll say this. I'm excited to see John Cena get his flowers. That's about it. I'm excited to see John Cena get his overseas flowers. He didn't really, during his heyday, he didn't really get to go overseas like that. Like, obviously, they went on their tours, but the, he didn't He didn't get to do 
you know, PLEs overseas. Like, they weren't doing that, right? Especially during that time. So, yeah, uh, John Cena versus Solo, I would give it probably – I'm going to, I'm going to probably rate that match. Not even seeing it. Again, that's kind of the, the gimmick. I haven't seen it. I'm going to say it's going to be at a two-and-a-half out of five. Two-and-a-half out of five. Um, just Solo doesn't do it for me in the ring for some reason or another. Something's missing. I do think what, he was really good in NXT because he had the mic. He was allowed to use the microphone, which, you know, for his character, he doesn't use it here, but he's really good on the mic. So, But his wrestling never inspired me. Um, and that's honestly a lot of them. Like Usos wrestling, their their matches get me, but their wrestling style doesn't get me. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So, um, yeah, John Cena versus Solo, give it two and a half. Two and a half. I think it'll be cool a little back and forth, but I don't expect a classic out of this. Next, we have Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. Um, this one, I think this one can get. This one can be really good. This one honestly might steal the show. Um, just because Cody is that good, Damian is that good, and they've wrestled so many times before. Um, but, no, I can see them two putting on a really good match. Uh, I'll give that one a three, three out of five. But definitely think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if – Walking in a Sunday morning, they were like, "Yo, match of the year, Damian Priest, Cody Rose." Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. It'd be a little interesting, but I wouldn't be shocked. Um, all right, the next one we have the WWE Women's Championship match. We have Bianca Belair, Bianca versus Io Sky. Um, now I said the last match could steal the show. Honestly, this one might actually steal the show. Um. Just because they had a great match at Backlash, um, they didn't really have much time together. Well, they've they won against each other plenty of times in NXT, but like on the main roster, them two didn't get to go against each other as much. So I could definitely see this one coming out and being a banger. Seriously, like EO and Bianca have really good chemistry, and you know EO is gonna do something crazy. You know she is. She's gonna moonsault for something crazy. Um, so I will predict that's going to be a four out of five. Four out of five. I think that'll be a really good match. The next one we have Ray Mysterio versus Lo- uh, I'm sorry, Ray Mysterio versus Logan Paul. Um, this one again, much respect to Ray, much respect. But I think we're going to see a big difference in athleticism in this match. Um, we're going to see. You know, Ray ain't got it like he used to have it. Whereas Logan Paul did his his peak athleticism. So it's going to be kind of obvious to see the slowness of Ray in this match. So now I will say Ray is going to probably call the match as far as in the ring. He has experience. He's going to tell Logan what to do. So I trust Ray in doing that. But it's still, you know, it's I don't expect much at all from this match. So I will. I'm going two and a half out of five for this one. Two and a half out of five. I just, I could see something going wrong. I could see, you know, I don't know, the nerves getting to Logan on that stage. He's never, that hasn't happened before, but you never know. Um, the next one, we have the Fatal Five Way. We have Rhea 
Ripley, the, the women's champion, um, versus Shayna Baszler versus um, Zoe Stark versus Raquel Rodriguez and Nia Jax. This one, again, I saw somebody on Twitter say, this is either going to be the best match of the night or the complete disaster. Like, complete disaster for whatever reason. I mean, we all know, like, there's people in this ring in this match that can't wrestle, that aren't good, that are all outright just dangerous, you know, to wrestle with. <laughs> Nia Jax. For, um, so, a lot of big girls, but there's some technical. Zoe Stark and Shayna, really good technically. Rhea can do both. She can give you technical and power. So I am interested in this one. I I I, I like the five way. That's kind of old school. Like there, you don't see many five way, fatal five way matches at all. So I'm gonna say this is gonna get a three and a half out of five. I could easily see this going four and a half out of five just because there's so many different people in the ring and you know there's so many ways you can kind of lay out the match but um yeah um the world heavyweight championship which is seth versus seth freaking rollins versus drew mcintyre they've done a really good job of building this this match uh and this feud just off of like realistic storylines honestly um that one I could easily see going, hmm, I could see that going four out of five just because both are really good um, and the build has been so good. So, you know, when the build is good, they usually have plans for it to be a big match. Um, So, yeah, I could definitely see that being a four out of five. And then we have in our championship match, the Universal WWE uh, undisputed championship match. We got Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, versus that dude, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to predict this is a three and a half out of five, only because I think shenanigans are happening. I think L.A. Knight is going to have a clear chance to win it. Bloodline is going to attack him. We're going to set up for him to be a part of Survivor Series. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, so we'll see, but I think that's what's going to happen there. Um, I just think you, you don't want to have LA Knight losing. Just, you don't want LA Knight get stomped out. You know what I mean? You don't want to have him getting just dominated. Like, like they need to have LA look, look, um, like competition, but also don't make Roman look bad. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I don't think that. LA is LA Knight is ready for the title, to be honest. I think this is still some of that Sami Zayn, you know, Cody Rhodes type of energy I'm getting from the internet wrestling community. But I think if LA Knight loses, like due to due to some bloodline shenanigans, he can he can, it doesn't hurt him. He's also got to, you got to test and see him in the main event light, which he's passed with all colors. And also, it sets him up for, you know, Survivor Series. So, it sets him up for the next thing. He isn't coming out of this with no direction. He's going to have a clear direction towards Survivor Series. Um, but, yeah, Crown Jewel card is really stacked. Really looking forward to that one on Saturday. Um, top five today. Top five is our top five pay-per-view events. 
So my top five favorite pay-per-views events of, of the year. So starting out, number five, Money in the Bank. I really enjoy Money in the Bank. I I low-key hate it once, you know, they start using it on TV or they start to, like, flaunt it around with no direction. I hate that. But the actual match itself, it's it's obviously there's a men and a women's match. So you're automatically thinking, like, okay, who can win it? Who could do well with it? Who needs it? to help their character, all that, all those things. So, um, yeah, uh, money in the bank is just, it's just fun. It's a fun concept. And I mean, anytime you throw a ladder in there with like six people trying to climb it for an object or a prize, I'm down for that. I'm down to watch, watch that any day. Um, number four, the elimination chamber. I really love the gimmick. I really love how there's pods and there's a countdown and, yeah, just the match layout is beautiful when it's done right. Like last year's, or I'm sorry, go watch 2023's Elimination Chamber. It's really good. And the Elimination Chamber can be used as a coming out coming out party for people. Um, it can be used as a, oh, snap, this person's really good. Like last, like earlier this year, uh, Bronson Reed had a standout performance. Um, EO had a standout performance. Um, no. I want to say EO had a standout performance. Uh, Montez Ford did. Uh, Johnny Gargano. You know, it's just you're throwing dudes in the ring to, you know, to figure it out. Some of them are kind of on the cusp and they need a little extra oomph. Throw them in the Elimination Chamber. Let them really shine and it'll look good. Like, when Elimination Chamber was over, everybody was like, man, I got to see a Gargano-Seth Rollins match, you know? Like, they weren't saying that before. So I think it's just so many avenues. And the great thing about Triple H is he's used it not as just the gimmick, but he's also, like, understood, like, okay, this Elimination Chamber, but I can still have some storylines to where, like, people are avoiding other people or, you know, they're trying to avoid that person coming out of the pod who has a problem with them, you know. So Elimination Chamber is always really fun. Number three for me, I mean, this is probably number one for most people, but WrestleMania. WrestleMania is amazing, especially now. It's like a whole spectacle. Like, I remember my favorite WrestleMania, WrestleMania, I want to say 17 or 19. It was the one in Houston. It was um, it was when, I want to say it was when Stone Cold turned heel, I want to say. That was one of my first WrestleManias I ever I ever ordered my mom let me order it. Um, so that one changed my life. So WrestleMania, I like WrestleMania. Sometimes I get annoyed that people are already looking towards WrestleMania and it's, you know, July of that year. And it's like, dude, you got a whole nother damn near year. Like, why are we booking WrestleMania already? But either way, obviously it's one of the biggest, it's one of probably the biggest spectacle in the world at this point. It's even it's on par with the Super Bowl, honestly. So, um, yeah, Mania number three, number two, the Royal Rumble. Now, most people will say this is their one, just because obviously the Royal Rumble match is just it's classic. Everyone knows the rules. You you could say Royal Rumble to ninety five percent of people even that don't even know wrestling and they know what you're talking about. So, it's fun. It projects well, gives you a WrestleMania, you know, match out the gate. It changes a lot of people's careers. 
you get to root for your guy. Um, you get to have comebacks and surprises and all the different things. So, yeah, Royal Rumble's number two for me. Number one, again, this is a hot take. I love Survivor Series. I love it. I always have. Always, always. My favorite Survivor Series of all time is, is um, Survivor Series in 2019 when they let NXT be a part of it. Bro, that is the best Survivor Series of all time. Like, you can argue with your mama. Like, that one put people on the map. Keith Lee legitimately, people were like, oh, this dude's a star just from that match alone. So, yeah, Survivor Series, I just love the team aspect. Even if they're brand to brand, I'm cool with that. Like, some people were, some people annoy me with wrestling because, like, bro, it's not that serious. It's not that deep. Like, if, if one dude, you know, they're like, well, they cross over, so why are they brand versus brand? It's like, dude, people fight each other and play sports against each other for way less reasons. But these two brands are like, okay, I'm the, we're the best show. No, you're the best show. No, we're the best show. Okay, let's have a match about it. Like, that's simple, you know. Um, but, yeah, I just love the team aspect. I love the putting people on a team that don't all like each other, but they are just on the same team, you know, being asked to do the same thing. And, yeah, man, Survivor Series always cooks for me. Every year, I've really liked it. Now, some years just a little trash. Uh, like they'll have just one, they'll have like SmackDown beat Raw, like nine to zero. It's just like as far as matches results go, and it's just like, really, is that what we needed? You know. But it's also again, it's put a lot of people on the map. Ron Strowman, a lot of people on the map uh, due to Survivor Series. So, yeah, one of my favorites. Um, again. Really excited for this year's Survivor Series. I love that Triple H brought back War Games. So I'm really excited to see who. I think Judgment Day is for surely in it. But I am excited to see, you know, who's all a part of that match. And the women's match is just, again, it's so much opportunity there. You know, I love Ensemble. So it's so much opportunity for the Ensemble to shine, you know. But, yeah, that is my top five pay-per-view events. Um, top five favorites. Number five, Money in the Bank. Number four, Elimination Chamber. Number three, WrestleMania. Number two, Royal Rumble. And number one, Survivor Series. Again, that some of that is a shocking, you know, I'm sure. But yeah, I really enjoy, I really enjoy those. So, all right, this is a quick one. I appreciate you coming back with me. It's glad to be back talking about wrestling. And, uh, yeah, if you have any questions or anything or have any thoughts about what your pay-per-views are or Crown Jewel thoughts or L.A. Night thoughts, hit us up at the LMG Podcast on X or Facebook group or, you know, anything, Instagram, anything. Hit us up, and I promise you I'll have something for you um, as far as a a response. So I really appreciate you listening. And otherwise, we out. Yeah. (laughs)